Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live Love Memphis group at the real estate agency. They want to help you sell your house. Look, it may not be time for everybody, but it may be time for you. And the market is volatile. It is changing. We know that. How does that impact you? Does it impact you? That's where the Live Love Memphis team comes in. They sell your home. They list your home. They price it better than anybody. They know the market. Ain't no hill for a climber with the Live Love Memphis group. So if you like making money, want to get the most for your home, reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. She's the best. 901-625-5200 is how you reach out. It's how you get a hold of Jennifer Carstensen. Thank goodness we called her four years ago. Got us out of a bad situation, put us in a much better one. And my wife is still so thankful uh, that we made that call to Jennifer Carsonson. You could be next, as John said. Market's changing, but you uh, you are in good hands with Jennifer Carsonson because she's done it in every market. She'll get you more than you think possible for that home. And like you said, like she did for us, put you in that dream home as well. Call her 901-625-5200, or you can email her at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Take a look at the sleeve, brother. Take a gander, would you? Man, Raiders, one, Raiders get one win. You two, super happy. Three Super Bowl championship patches. I look forward to adding numero. Quattro. Oh, this is the rundown. Oh, what are you dreaming? I thought this was. Uh, I thought this was the. Uh, you know, the part of the show where we start having real discussions the about cap, the cap session. Uh, no, this is real. I look forward to. It. Will you? Will you do me the honors of sewing the fourth patch on? No, love. There are people out there that can do that for you. No, I'm saying you though. Twenty forty. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> this will be a collector's item. I'll be gone. You won't see. 20, me. Yeah. You're okay, not gonna we'll be. be I'll be long since retired by the time y'all win another one. Oh, really? I won't be around to put your patch on. Well, that's it's a personal Maybe thing. Maybe Brad will still be here. It's not a professional. Hell to the no. It's not a professional thing. It's, won't you? Brother's gone. It's a 2040, what's that? You're going to be in here alone. 18 years? Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be here in 18 years? No. no, no, no. You will not see me here in 18 years. What about you? I just told you. I'm out of here. Calkin's still going to be working. I don't know about Calkin's. All I know is I won't be here. I swear, Calkin's will be doing radio daily. For the next 18 years. I, I, I believe it. I believe that it. That would put him well into his upper 70s? Yes. Okay. Yes. He I, might still be doing it. I really think there's a, I would, if it, like, plus he 350. Could. He could do it. Plus 350, I think I would probably bet that 100%. Um, we have some Memphis football news as well. Let's do the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, so um, in terms of uh, this season, we'll get to the news on Memphis football for next season is that they did indeed move the Missouri game. Yep. Uh, it is going to be played in St. Louis. The Dome at America Center. The Dome at America Center. Brad, is that a road trip that you're interested in? Yes. That's a that good one, one, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'd and, love to go see that. I mean, there's you know, people are, you know, it's a hop, skip, and a jump, not too far, right? It's an SEC team. People, you know, people want excuses to, you know, go to different cities, right? I mean, they just do. So this is a good, you know, opportunity for Memphis fans. It's drivable for sure if you want to go. Uh, it's a new town. I always like going to new towns when I get a chance. Well, hopefully you make a nice little decent amount of money in whatever you settle on right. there. Yeah. Right. But so you Missouri said- was obviously threatening to pull out of this game, buy out the contract. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're talking less than a million there. So hopefully you get so a nice little deal get, here. You probably get an advance there, right? 
250 to move the game, and then you still get a payout after the game, correct? That's, that's, that's my assumption, yeah. something like this. I'm sure Veach would tell you the same. If you yeah, I mean, I think that's the motivation here. Otherwise, Memphis would say, no, the game is going to be played in Memphis no matter what. It is a contract, and you signed it, right? And, and they could buy that. I think it was 250 Yeah. Like, it's nothing to them. Well, we're going to have to up the buyouts in these situations then. But you'll get, I mean, won't you get in terms of atmosphere? Yeah. I know it's not here. It's not at Simmons Bank. But you'll get an atmosphere there where you got all the Missouri fans there. You can make the trip and have a nice little. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, win over an SEC program. It's like the it's like the Cotton Bowl. Right? People. people got a chance to go to Arlington and see Jerry World, right? I mean, people wanted to do that. They were all about it. And this is not the Cotton Bowl, but this is still you know an SEC opponent. And and depending on how Memphis is uh, is looking, I think their people will make that trip. Um, Boise State uh, in Missouri. That's a pretty damn good non-conference schedule as far as those things go. Um, and Boise State's here, right? You got that. In yes, front of you. Boise yeah. State is here. It starts here. Yeah. Um, so that I I feel like for Memphis, like that's it's a it's a hell of an upgrade over you know for example this year's non conference schedule, right? I mean, yeah, you had Mississippi State, but that was always going to be an ass kicking, you know, at, at their place. You know, North Texas, Arkansas State, ugh, gross, disgusting, six feet apart. I need to stand six feet apart from this year's non conference schedule, bro. That joint is airborne mm. in terms of the illness, airborne illness. Don't want any parts of this one. So it is a it is a it is a vast upgrade uh, over this non-conference. So I I think that is a win, and they pick up some money along the way, right? Yeah. That is a win. Uh, speaking of wins, Memphis got the win over Temple this weekend. Covered, they won, they covered. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. What what is there to be possibly upset with? Feel like half of Memphis had Temple in the points. Well, I think they heard the diatribe from Jeffrey Wright, right? <laughs> well, I, I, what what was his diatribe? He was saying that uh, you know Ryan Silverfield cannot he got, cover. Well, yeah, but it was well, that was just a Ryan, record. Jeffrey said and, Ryan Silverfield could not cover an infant with a blanket. I believe were his exact words. No, on I think Friday. he said his record, which was like nine and seven. No, and, and look, covering That's ten and seven. Covering doesn't matter uh, in in the grand scheme of things, right? I mean, it's you know, it's it's football. You're just trying to win the games. You're not trying to cover. Um, but he did he did cover. This weekend against Temple, despite being down three zero at the half, it is it is one of the great backdoor covers of our time. There, I mean, again, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, when is Vegas going to stop giving Memphis that much benefit of the doubt? Right, like they do not deserve to be laying three touchdowns against anybody at this point. Right, they just don't. I mean, that, that doesn't that doesn't mean they're not a good team or can't be a good team. But my point was watching that football game, especially in the first half, these guys can these guys do not deserve that kind of a number, right? And then what do they do? They just they lock down and they get more defensive touchdowns, man, straight. Or, or defensive plays, I should say, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's what got them. That's what jump started them against North Texas. He was making plays on the defensive end, two pick sixes in that case, and then a touchdown that was set up by a fumble recovery, um, interception there late. Uh, which did indeed matter to anybody that had Temple. What what was the number? Nineteen and a half. Eighteen and somewhere in there. Yeah, eighteen and, and a half. half nineteen. 19 and a half. Well, I think he did come down. Right, he did come down because of uh, you know because of that. Everybody's kind of getting the same vibes. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think if, if for anybody out there that bet against Memphis, I think that is a lesson to you. Uh, you know, you just don't you don't fade the home team, bro. Right. You don't fade the home team. I'm just going to stay away. I can't figure them out. Yeah, we, we came up with a term for Memphis football as it relates to the spread. They are a quagmire. That, 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 mm-hmm. An enigma. That, that is what Memphis football is against the number. Like you, I, I think the, 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 the always, right, the default setting with your home team is you want to bet on them, right? You want to bet on them. Of you, course. You want to, you want to like, you know, win money on your favorite team, right? I do it with the Raiders. Normally uh, it's plus, uh, plus points, right? I'm never getting them minus anything. Uh, but, uh, but you always want to, you know, make some money on your team. With Memphis, it's at the point now where you can bet on them and they're not coming through for you. You can bet against them, and they're and they're and they're, they're pooping in your Cheerios. It's like you can't you can't even figure them out, man. Week to week. At the half, I thought we had it figured out. So, yeah. yeah, well, right. I didn't think this was going to be a basically a three touchdown spread. <laughs> then what they do? They go crazy and score twenty four in the second half. Twenty four to three. Yeah. They cover the number again. One of the most miraculous backdoor covers you will strange. ever see. Uh, Kurt Warner's son is no Arch Manning. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. He is no... Uh, you got to go several levels down, bro. 
it's not just like Arch and then a level mm-hmm. downs Kurt Warner's son. Well, you know, uh, Kurt, we're and, still uh, calling him Kurt Warner's son. That's the other point about it. nobody's right. taking the time to actually learn his name because the kid is not good. It is not the greatest show on turf, is it? <laughs> He's. That that was bad. He's not good. No, he's I not. I mean, bad, like it's. They going, had a chance to I cover told back you how more. bad that offense was. Yeah, literally fourth from the bottom in FBS, and it was that bad. Yeah, they they had a chance to cover back door many many. If they had a competent quarter, I would I would take the two lane third string quarterback over his ass, and he he was awful. But that but but that dude when the game mattered, bro made some plays, man. Man, stop. Two lanes quarterback, not the. Uh, oh, two lane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The third string. The third string go up for Coco. He uh, had the shovel oh, pass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was, you know, I, I got to give it to him, man. I got to give it to him. Uh, I would take him over uh, Kurt Warner's son. But you made a good point before the show. You know, it's not like he comes from this great bloodline. Kurt Warner was not this, <clears throat> you know, crazy gifted quarterback. He was bagging groceries, and uh, he made it's himself. A, it's a Disney movie it's yeah, become. He made it's himself so, into so what he was. But his but, but his son will never have that share that same fate because he he did because the, of what the natural did. talent was not there you know it's not like Michael Vick's kid right where you just you have the God given ability but there's a trade off with that because your dad was able to do what he did you'll never have to sack groceries though like Kurt did like Dad did right that's right so you won't have you won't have that life you really can just sit back yes. on your tail yes. in your bedroom if you no, want no no it's true all the rest of your life because which, of what which, Dad accomplished that's right so like literally a Disney movie if, if I'm Kurt Warner I'm f- pretty disgusted at this entire ordeal. I don't know how to how I would feel as a father. I know. It's like because you're like you He's had, getting an opportunity now. Because That's pretty much what all I did. you could just say you're thankful that he got a division. I think one it's what you say overall, but and then, now it's on him. But then like the film is so bad. It's like those folks I, had three points. Yeah, I don't I don't honestly I don't I don't want you to to like I don't want to be associated with you at this point. Don't you would not <laughs> disown your son. I'm saying you can we go with like we need to do like the no, so, you, do like the soccer players and go with the first name on the back of the jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever his first name is. That's, that's what aw- I would, that's an awful situation cuz you know he's not going to be. Used. Yeah, you're like oh, So God. when do you tell him My to kids stop? Threw three picks again this weekend. I mean, how many times can you go <laughs> through that <laughs> as a father? Imagine talking about that at the bar with that, your buddies. That's what Michael Jordan had to go through, bro. His his we, son stunk in comparison. Memphis, we lost to Memphis. We right. couldn't score on it. My kid threw three picks against Memphis this now, weekend. Again, that's Kurt Warner talking. That's not us talking. Yeah. As you keep tweeting, that Memphis defense comes every week. They show up, dude. They show up every they week. They clock in, bro. They are the best workers at the facility, dude. They are there, rain or shine. And the offense the offense is a bad employee. It is. It, you don't know if that guy is showing up or not. You know, And even when he does show up, it is half-assed. You're like, man. Defensively, Memphis did jump 18 spots in the SP plus rankings. Again, that's against a bad Temple offense, yes. but you will take yes. it all day long. No, it's true. Like, but but again, <laughs> offense is 47th. By the way, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm trying to bring some facts back into this. <laughs> Memphis, you're just gonna Memphis beat up on Warner's winning. son all day. Uh, Memphis offense is quiet quitting. You're nah. exactly right. It <laughs> dropped. <laughs> it was 38th last week, and it dropped to 47th <laughs> after the Temple performance. The, the offensive line on Memphis has quiet quit. They are not doing the job right now. Uh, and it's true. Like still three point favorites against Houston on Friday. Well, yeah. Again, I think that says more about Houston's situation, right, than it well, does. It says Memphis. a lot about Houston's situation, considering they were picked to win the conference. They're two and three. Yeah, but I, I would say, like, if I'm, if I am Kurt Warner, you know, I would just, I would not talk about it. I would just say, you know, that's his life, his situation, and, and please don't compare it to mine. You know, I think overall, you're happy that you know he has a good life. Well, it's and, like Tua. You're finding out now. Mm-hmm. Well, Tua, when we said, okay, he's going to have some weapons now, we're finding out about him. Like, aren't you finding out about your son? He's got a Division One opportunity here at Temple. You're going to find out but with, if he yeah. can really do this or not. Well, th- th- we haven't had the answer. It's going the other way, right, for Tua and Jalen Hurts. But you're getting your answer. Well, do you want that answer, though, as a father? Of course you want it. You want him to have to come to well, the – you want him to figure it out for himself. Right. What do you think Michael Jordan's opinion is? Because his kids suck at basketball. They got scholarship offers because they are Michael Jordan's kids for sure. They didn't. I mean, they played at UCF for Christ's sake, right? And it's their Michael one Jordan's kids. Yeah, one of them. Did. Okay, and then they right. went to Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that tells you a lot. That even North Carolina was like, we know you're Michael Jordan's kid, but we cannot have you in this program, even as a preferred walk-on. Can you come to North Carolina? May God help you. You know. You tell them you're going to give them a job in the family business. That's what you tell them. I mean, you were the greatest ever. They were never going to get comparably close or anything else. Well, they didn't. 
they played Division One. One of them did. Because I think they both did, right? Okay. If both of them did, if you say so. Did but, the daughter play? Oh, I don't know. He's about got the a daughter, daughter too. She? I just She's know about in the, the business two, as well. I know about uh, Marcus and Jeffrey, right? I think one of them played. Neither of them ever did anything uh, to speak of in college basketball. Man, you so you got just massive pressure on Brady's kid, right? You you just placed Tom that Brady's on Brady's kid. Yeah, you placed that on play? all. I, I don't know. Last we saw, he was kissing dad. We don't. I know don't how even think. I don't, I don't, I don't think Giselle lets them play. You know. Recently, I've seen on social media that Jordan's uh, son is actually accomplishing something in the dating circle. Oh, is he? Remember Scotty Pippen's ex? Oh, is he dating Scotty Pippen's ex? What's her name? There are pictures on the internet with the with the son together with Scotty Pippen's wow. ex. Is that, is that, La- yeah. her name is that real? I believe so. Wow. I don't know yeah, if it's I real. Don't... I've seen the pictures though. It was a thing on Twitter, man. Mm, that's like, crazy. Like mm, it appears Scotty. that he's bounced up from his playing days. That is wild. Ooh. That is truly crazy. No, like, she's on a circuit to, like, bounce on uh, Scotty's head now. So Michael Jordan's son Son is dating Scotty's ex-wife? That's what the internet told me. That is very... I know you can't believe everything the internet says, but if you Google Google, uh, Jordan, son, Pippin, ex, and then you'll just do some research. That is what the... the, That is the T, huh? That is what I read. Now, you know, the internet is not undefeated. Jordan's family was already hard on Pippin with last dance. Am I misquoting here? No, I mean, they they were spotted at lunch together. Uh, You know, I don't... supposed to be like auntie. That's like dating auntie. Right. Don't date auntie. Well, that should be off limits. I mean, I know Scotty that's has just had tough. a very, basically your auntie. That's tough. Scotty has had a very rough quarter, bro. You know, of you know this year, it's oh, been a tough man. second quarter. For I rough, can, I can see it in his face. Yeah. He's like aged twenty years in the last couple. Yeah. Of years. I saw him playing. Uh, I texted you this when I was in Vegas in for summer league. No, he, he was at Cosmo playing some. I was sitting a table across from Scotty Pippen. How about that? That was kind of cool. How I, was Scotty looking there at the Cosmo? Well, I mean, we were only playing a table apart. I'm like, dude, are you all right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not in the high limit room here. Shouldn't he be behind a wall when he plays cards like that? I, I don't know. Like, yeah. he's he should be rolling a different. You know. I, I, yeah, I would feel like he'd be in like a totally different, you know, yeah. room or whatever. Um, wow. But I, you know, I, that's crazy. Well, it, the Jordan kid did transfer though. He went in from Illinois to like Central Florida, so it got a little better. Is, at is it the same? Now you say you're putting two of them together there that, to that point that Brad just laid out there for. You. Oh, so he, that's the same kid? I believe so. Okay. I think he, you know Illinois was tough in the Big Ten, but he found I think he found a spot. Yeah, but come on, man, it's UCF basketball. It wasn't terrible though. He wasn't like uh, this kid who's playing Kurt Warner's kid. Yeah. I don't think that's a good comp. I think the the basketball. I want to say Marcus ended up being like UCF's second leading scorer. Yeah, he was decent. Years. Decent. I want to say it was Marcus. I'm not bragging Mike, about the kid. Mike actually came down there and watched one yeah. of his games. Yeah, Don say he was up in the suite shaking his head like, right. "Oh, dude, he yeah." They both played at uh, UCF. Both of them were there. Jeffrey was the one that transferred from Illinois to UCF, yeah. and then Marcus was always at UCF. I think so Jeffrey was a little better. Marcus, the one I covered. Uh, I thought no, I thought Marcus was I better. I think Marcus was Marcus really? was better. Yeah, yeah. Mar- yeah. Well, what do you know? Yeah, Marcus was. Look, I mean, we're 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 talking about the the tallest small person here. <laughs> I mean, we're 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 arguing over you know two bad mediocre I, basketball. Well, I, well, the point was, I don't think Warner's son is even on the same page as them Jordan boys. That's a good point. Well, I mean, like, is that they, far down? He's playing at Temple. They played at UCF back when it was in CUSA. UCF going to Big Twelve. It is now. It was not then. Mm-hmm. It was like barely hanging on in basketball. There, it was. They they're talking about doing away with it, like Memphis in two thousand eight. You know, Memphis football. Is, oh, do we put something in or do away with? They're talking about that with basketball. UCF. Uh, Memphis football is a three point favorite over Houston on Friday. Who you got? Let's go, Tigers. Who you got? What you need to see this week to know, John? Make the investment now. No, on I, the enigma that yes, is Memphis the, football yeah, yes. and the line. You're the asking spread. me. You're, I mean, you're asking me. It's like you know what this game is. We we are in the month of October. This is like the the cube from Hellraiser, right? <laughs> you trying to figure out how to open it? Yeah. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's I've what, forgotten about that. That's what I can't remember what it's that's called. Memphis football. That's any game involving Memphis football, bro. Okay. Be careful spread. opening that thing. Right. You don't know what kind of creature is coming out of it. What were they called? What was it? Because it, it was not Pinhead. They were called. I, I haven't I seen Hellraiser in so long. I don't. I don't, can't even believe what a reference. I can't even believe you brought it up. Yeah, hold this on. is one of the. Sounds like one of the uh, follow-ups you're talking about. Yeah. This one, the first one, right? The one there are a couple Cinnabites. of Hellraisers. They go. were called Cinnabites. All those weird-looking creatures, man. Memphis football, and any bet on it or against it, is like you're opening that box of Cinnabites. 
and you just don't know what you're gonna get. Um, where you at? Where you at, John? I gotta take. I gotta take Memphis at home, right? I gotta take the Tigers at home. Hey, Seth Duke. I think. I think Houston is a Houston is a desperate team, but they are they are infighting. I think well, there's it, real infighting. Might be too. Is one of those boxers that just needs one more hit to knock them out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're they're already. Yeah. They're kind of standing there. and They're wobbling a little bit. That's yeah. the other part about it. And you got a chance at home to do that. Uh, so you have. Uh, so you have. Uh, Dana Holgerson, he is going to be uh, the butterball, right? And then right, butterbean, so, butterbean was it butterbean or butterball? Either the, way, the, mm. it was he was. The, I got it in front of me. So the fat one was butterball from Pinhead okay. from Hellraiser, yeah. and then Ryan Silverfield. Oh, but from I yeah. got you. Yeah, so, with the Hellraiser, Ryan Silverfield is going to be uh, Pinhead, right? So you got you got butterball, and you got Pinhead here, and I, you know, flip a coin, <laughs> flip a coin. You don't know. Right, but I will I will take Memphis at home because they are at home, and they I do think Memphis is just in a healthier place. Right at four and one, winning these games the way they're doing it, um, I will take uh, I will take Memphis football it, again. I'm not betting it personally. I'm just I, there's no freaking way, dude. I'm not doing it. But if you're asking me to do it, mm-hmm. if I have to pick right here in the middle of this show, I will take Memphis at home. We love it. Next, story. And, I, and I hope that people go. I hope the people go. I think they'll be because Seth Hennigan is so much better than Kurt Warner's son. It's not even funny. Twenty five plus coming up on Friday. Oh God, twenty five plus. I, I can't give you thirty yet. I don't, think, okay. I don't think we're right. there yet. Let's we get, have. Let's get to five and one. Let's go one step at a time, John. Uh, Grizzlies taking it one step at a time. Couple of news items from the Grizzlies at least over the weekend. Uh, first off, before we get to their first preseason game, Stephen Adams got that contract extension. Got announced on Saturday by the team. Twenty five and. Point two million, uh, two years, twenty five point two million is going to keep him in Memphis for the next three seasons. Obviously, he was on the expiring deal. Great for Jaron Jackson. I, it seems like to me that's the best news because Jaron's very comfortable next to Stephen Adams, and you lock that in for another couple of years at a number I think that you like a lot. So it was good news for Stephen Adams. It was also good news for this Memphis Grizzlies basketball team over the weekend. They played the Milwaukee Bucks, or at least a version of the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis wasn't playing. He was over on the sideline eating popcorn. But you'll take it. Grizzlies outscored the Bucks 41-26 in the fourth, get a 107-102 win. There were a few things out of that game that you can point to and say that you liked. I mean, we all had eyes on Santi Aldama. He looks like the guy. Uh, suspect number one in terms of filling in for Jaron Jackson Jr. to start the year. At least that's what the front office is saying. That's what everybody's saying, Taylor Jenkins included. He had 13 points, eight rebounds, four assists in that game, had a couple of blocks as well, was plus 17 in that one. Conchar, uh, you know, this is going to be part of it. Now he was in the starting lineup this weekend. Grizzlies didn't play any of their starters. It was all reserves. But Conchar played 20 minutes in that game, uh, was one of four from three. That's the thing for him. That's what it's going to be is can you knock down a three consistently, getting more minutes for that second unit. thought Zaire, for the most part, didn't shoot it all that particularly great, but did from three. Two of three was four of ten overall, finished with 11 points, five rebounds. Again, Kenny Chandler gets the start there. Mm-hmm. 29 minutes he played, again, during the season. You know, you're going to be playing a lot more clearly for the G League team for Kendy Chandler being behind Ja, being behind Tyus Jones as yep. well. But uh, it's good for the Grizzlies young guys, and you get another look at them tonight and what's hopefully a, a, a chance to get a look at the Ja Morants and some of the starters tonight yep. at home against an Orlando team. I believe the Grizzlies are favored by eight points when I looked, an Orlando team that obviously features the guy we all think is going to win Rookie of the Year in John's boy, Paolo Bancaro. Yes. What do you think about tonight? Well, wow, it's already back, man. Preseason basketball. Uh, I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully, we'll just see the Grizzlies. We'll see more of the starters. You, I mean, that's, yeah, you, that's the main thing. Forget the winner of the loss. It's it's home, so I think you will. I mean, I think first half. Can you get first half bets in on preseason? I'd like. I'd like. I, I would go with that. I don't know if you can do first half bets more so than a full game, right? Because, probably smart because you're not going to play your stars more than you figure 22, 25 minutes. But you know, keep in mind, is probably getting high. That uh, you know, the reality is the Magic are going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's like a. I mean, I, I think what we have to stop doing is counting out any any team that features the word Grizzlies on it, regardless of who's playing. You know, like they're they're gonna they're gonna there's gonna be some buy-in, even if it's the third string guys, right? We saw it against Phoenix last year when it was the third string guys. We've seen it without Ja. You know, we haven't seen it as much without Jaron. Hopefully, we don't have to see too much of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just assume Memphis is going to be cover monsters again. I'll be interested to see 
what the number like is there going to be some correction from the market you know because the Grizzlies were really freaking good last year uh, as as winning straight up right like, as underdogs like I wonder if they're going to and I assume they will right I wonder if they're going to get more respect from those odds makers this year because they were the best team in the NBA against the spread last year um, but I don't know like I I think maybe not I think there's a chance that. They could sort of the the market could look at the Grizzlies and say, "Oh no, Jaron, you know that's going to hurt them," and then you know the Grizzlies do what they do, which is just like win most of their games and and do it comfortably. I don't know. I plan to bet on the Grizzlies a lot this year. Uh, rookies off the bench: David Roddy had eighteen. Uh, that was a team high. Also, Kenneth Lofton Jr., the man we call Junior, right here, had seventeen and five. And then you had Laravia. Uh, 15 points. He was one of four from three. Mm-hmm. So good production from the rookie class. Again, hard to know what to expect from that group come this uh, come this season. But uh, was a good showing for them on Saturday night. Figure we're going to obviously see more of the main guys tonight against Orlando. Or at least that's the hope. Next story. A little college football from the weekend. There were some very interesting developments as Alabama handles Arkansas despite losing Bryce Young in the first half. 49-26 at Arkansas. Uh, the backup quarterback comes in, Jalen Milrow. Milrow. And, and he is unbelievable. <laughs> Four of nine, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Ran for 91 yards right. on that big play and scored on six carries. Uh, it is amazing that on the road, Alabama can lose its starting quarterback, the Tiesman Trophy winner. They get They go to this backup who nobody's heard of, he comes in and handles business, and they cover. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive that uh, that Alabama can handle business the way that they do. So that was interesting, and obviously his injury will have a lot of implications over you know the college football playoff. Georgia looked very pedestrian this weekend. They won. Is are they playing down to their level of competition? Well, in they the typically, last couple of weeks? they are typically we, are we changing. I saw Alabama jumped them in the poll. Yeah. We changing everything we've believed about Georgia. What three four weeks ago when we were replacing Alabama with them? Well, they have not done that historically, right? They they play ki- down. They killed South Carolina at South Carolina a couple weeks ago, right? South Carolina is awful. You know they're mm-hmm. a bad team. Um, so they have not. I mean, you're allowed to have games where you don't win by a million points, right? Don't get me wrong. But Missouri is is a bad team. They are just not a good team. Uh, and they're going to fire their coach. I mean, Eli Drinkwitz is going to be on his way out here soon. So I, I came away, again, I, I, I forgive it. You won the game. That's really all that matters at the end. But in terms of, like, their chances to win the college football playoff, I think they come down a tick. But, again, what matters more is Bryce Young. On that, I agree with that. To that, that whole point uh, about his shoulder. There. Let me tell you something. Ohio State is not going to win the championship. Right. They're not going to do it. Ohio State is perpetually going to disappoint. What about Clemson? No. No. Don't believe in DJ enough. Just not good enough for me. I mean, they, they, you know, they have a chance to get there. I don't think they got the juice to win it though. Um, I, yeah, I just I'm I'm not oh, there. AJ's looked a little better here recently. I'm not there. I'm not gonna That's take fair, I'm not gonna take that journey with you. Okay. I will take the journey of Lane Kiffin. Uh I think Ole Miss is probably gonna win the championship at this point. I was very impressed with Ole Miss this weekend. Now they got lucky in some ways, right? Yeah, don't go too far. I might have a respect burger for Oh, okay, because you're looking but, at, but go ahead. Go ahead. That's well, that's my that's my have, impression they of can them. Have you go two. right ahead with yours. I thought uh you know look, was a, I thought a very impressive win. As an Ole Miss expert, here is the issue with Ole Miss. And this is the first full game I've watched from them they this year. Ran that ball again. Um they they do a great job of coming out of the gate and like Playing well and building a lead, they do a great job of it. They they were up what nineteen to I don't remember what the first half score was, but they were controlling the game. Right, they had the safety there on uh, Will Levis. They did a great job uh, defensively, and Jackson Dart looked like a pro. And as far as I'm concerned, in the first half, and then you know the second, and this is what they've done. Like because I've I've sort of followed right. They they just they just don't go nearly as hard in the second half. Like they just don't put complete games together. If they can find a way to do that. Um, you know, and, and 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 keep running it up in the second half. I really do. I think they have a chance, a chance, however remote it may be, uh, you know, to to you know make some noise here. I mean, can they beat Alabama? I don't think so. But that was a very impressive performance defensively. I mean, holding Will Levis and that Kentucky team to 19 points. Yeah, forcing the turnovers at the end. To yeah, get the stops when you needed them. No question about it. Um, you know, for some of us who had Ole Miss minus six and a half, seven, we wondered. 
sir, why did you not pick that ball up and, and run? Mm-hmm. Right? What's going on there? I mean, that was a clear touchdown. Now, maybe he didn't have the speed. It was a D lineman. So maybe that was – I think a DB would have picked that thing up and gone to the house, don't you? Probably. A, D, a DL, though, he's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get there. I'm, I'm 50 yards away. I'm going to get caught. <laughs> I was like, pick it up and run, man. I know you were. Pick it up you and run. You should have had Kentucky in the points. No, You've look, K- Kentucky had a chance to, to win the game, they right? They should and, have and, won the game. And Yeah, they could they could easily. blew it twice. That's right. The kicker, the kicker missed a, a field goal and, and an extra point. So there were four points clearly left on the field by the Kentucky kicker alone. But I thought, you know, Lane Lane is uh, Lane continues to be a good coach, man. I I really believe in him. I think that quarterback Jackson Dart's pretty good. He had a couple that got away from him. Yeah. He got a couple that got away from him, but he was compo- like the center. Their their offense is the run game. He had center the center every snow every snap was low, dude. Every every oh, yeah, snap was at his ankle. It was ankle. a different center yeah. they were working with. That's what I thought. I thought, look, the way he stood in the pocket, the way he, he didn't have any uh, snap issues despite every freaking snap being at his ankles, mm-hmm. I thought it was an impressive performance. Again, even though he had a couple of bad ones, you're allowed to have some bad ones. You're not going to go – you're not going to be perfect. Um, but, yeah, I think Ole Miss is, a, is an impressive team. The other takeaways, I guess, from the weekend, Patty's takeaways, Tulane, Willie Fritz is gone, bruh. This is his last year in the, in, in the AAC. He is moving on. I don't know where he's going to go. Maybe Georgia Tech. He is a hell of a football coach, and uh, he's too good for Tulane. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. He just is. He's too good of a football coach because their starting quarterback didn't play. He was out. Mm-hmm. Back, I, I bet on this game. That's why I was watching. Tulane's backup comes in. He's starting. Gets injured on the first drive. Tries to truck a, d- a DB. Messes up his shoulder. Yep. Uh, first drive spring. of the game. So now we're down to our third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Against Houston at their place in a desperation game, right? Tulane finds a way to win the game. It's crazy, and, and it's it's not like they had. I mean, the the quarterback was terrible, but it was just that defense. That defense is serious, dude. They're going to give Memphis some big problems. I think they have one of the best, if not the best, pass defense in the country. I mean, it's crazy how good they are against the pass. They don't allow that many, and they didn't against uh, Clayton Tune either at their place. So. That one's going to be tough. That one's going to be tough for Memphis football. That's one where I would like to see what we saw against North Texas. Mm-hmm. You, because you're not going to have much success on them. I'm just scouting. You know, I'm doing a little bit of advanced scouting. Yeah, so I'm telling you where you know who's going to be moving on. Uh, Willie Fritz is going to be moving on. I have no doubt about it. He should. I think we uh, maybe maybe we'll do this in the in in, in the one o'clock hour. But big win for Mississippi State as well. Yeah, forty-two twenty-four over a ranked no longer right, but a ranked Texas A&M team. Uh, that's a that's a that's a huge win for Mike Leach. Everybody fattening up off Jimbo. They are, and and when is y'all done that twice now? Right, last two years, you fattened up off Jimbo. Jimbo is giving. Weren't you down there? I was there with Cal Bell. Oh, and that is fun. That, that is had fun. The scene. He had that the scene. He had the whole one. video on that. Is, it was a beautiful one. weekend. Yes, really nice atmosphere in Starkville. Memphis yeah. beats Temple. Mississippi State beats Texas A&M, and the Cowboys dispose of the Commanders. Let me ask you this, not to put the cart before the horse, as it were. Arkansas, Mississippi State next weekend. I, what do you all think? I got to go with Arkansas here, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I got to go with at, at least the points. Give me the yeah. points on Arkansas. But we're, we're, I mean, I had Mississippi State against LSU. They let me down, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to believe again. I think LSU is good is what we learned maybe in that game. And it was also at home. Well, you know. LSU LSU lost to Auburn. No, they did. Earlier. They did win. No, they Sorry, won they that beat, game. They beat Auburn. And too, I and they, I think I know down, you were crapping on Mizzou. Mizzou and Auburn are they're not Vanderbilt, you know. But Harson's already made so many mistakes. Yeah, he's got a role. The, like, him and Drinkowitz are both well, they're in the same pot, basically. They're colleagues, you know. Like, there's a reason for that. Yeah, you know? I mean, Missouri is uh, Missouri is is pretty damn bad. They are a bad football team. Um, Egg Bowl gonna be pretty good. It'll be great. I think it'll be fun. It'll be. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be great. It'll be. A good I had Mississippi State and winning it coming in the season, but Lane showed me something this weekend. He, me too. That that's that gonna run, be that run off, rush offense is tough. Um, I I forget, John. I think. Do, do you go to that? Do you go to the Egg Bowl? I haven't historically because it's during Thanksgiving, it is, so it I'm is, usually yeah. in, with my folks. You, you got to be real devoted. Yeah, my brother usually gets those tickets yeah. if they're if it's at old if it's if it's here, you know. And he usually goes regardless if it's at. It's Starkville. a must win for Leach. He's zero two. Yeah, I mean, look where that game's at. Uh, it's at Ole Miss. That's gonna be tough. Has a has a Ole Miss or a Mississippi State football coach ever survived being zero three against I the don't other? I think so. No, not in the recent, not in the last 20 years. No. 
Yeah, it was, was about it was about the uh, culture. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so he now had we, folks fighting. Okay, you know? but okay, what's well, he the, had a dysfunctional locker what's room. The, what's the calculation though? When I don't you, think they'll. Ca- I, I actually you're, think you're not, he's he's winning too much to just fire yeah, him off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The overall yeah, is right. more important. Right. In fact, uh, Jimbo yeah. gives him life every year. Yeah. Gives but like him a what's you, win what's, every what's, year. What, what should happen, right? Just in the in the if we're playing the probabilities games, that if you're winning enough games, eventually you're not going to be winless against Ole Miss or Mississippi. Whatever. Usually you get one. I will say I think this rivalry, and I may be misspeaking because there are some hardcore Bulldogs fans who are going to yell at the radios. I think this is different than Alabama. And, and Alabama and Auburn, Auburn are so far apart right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they aren't even close. Whereas, oh, yeah. you know, these other two are pretty close. No, I, I, I don't think that's controversial at all. I mean, I think Ole Miss and Miss... I, I think Ole Miss is better yeah. uh, under Lane. They've been way more consistent, right? And, yeah. And, and, uh, they, I, I'll, I'll take it a step further. They have a better coach. Uh, Ole Miss has a better coach. I think Lane Kiffin's one of the best football coaches in college. I do. I agree with you. I, mean, I agree I, with you. And that's a Mississippi State fan saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. Th- but I, yes, the gap is unquestionably closer than Alabama yeah. and Auburn. I mean, Auburn might as well be in the AAC at this point. Texas A&M also sucks. I'm just going to be honest with you. They out. They were outgained just running the ball by Mississippi State this weekend. I think they're going to have a decision to make on Jimbo. Like they some- can't right now. It just costs too much. It's too much. Be a money, couple yeah. of years. You think it costs too much for Texas, man? Yeah, right now it's basically like $90 million. It's a lot of essentially. money. Like you'd have to give him the whole thing, basically. Well, that, he, it's going to be he, a couple of years at least before he, it gets under 50 He's going to get his money. It's just a matter of how much he gets. Yeah. I mean, if it gets too hot over there, yeah, they'll move. But it, it won't that. be this year. It won't be this year. It could go. It could go. They could lose every – don't, I, don't, I still don't think they could do it this you year. You think they could lose every game the rest of the year and he's still back? Yeah. Ooh. They're stuck I agree right now. You. They're kind They're of screwed, for John. a couple of years Ooh. what I read. That mm. is brutal. Yeah. So the the flames will just keep getting higher and higher. You gonna have to take a pay cut, ain't he? <laughs> I mean, something. If I don't he's, think if, he, if he's smart, he give it. You know, you can give a little bit back and not feel it. But if he's completely protected by that contract, he'll say, "Fire my ass! I ain't yeah. giving back nothing." Well, that's probably that's that was a bad hire. At the t- I didn't like that that's, at the time. Even then, that that is that is that Sexton? Who who? I'm assuming. I mean, I, I think I just assume if you just blindly assume Sexton has all the big time college football coaches, you're usually more right he, than wrong. Oh, Sexton had Kirby and and Saban. I don't know if he does. He have him too. The yeah, AD is Ross too. Bjork, by the way, who used to be at Ole Miss. I mean, that's a d- tough deal right there. Um, no, they got to live with dude for right now. Oof. And they won't lose every game the rest of the way. They'll do just enough to, you know, say, yeah, They're we'll bad, get it back man. right next year. I, I bet yeah, they are bad. You can't recruit to the level Oof. he has and, and, and be as, as bad as they've been. What's amazing is that I just Googled, Other coaches I just, I just Googled yeah. uh, Jimbo State, uh, excuse me, uh, Jimbo Fisher <laughs> agent. And the first thing that uh, the first thing that comes up is a uh, is a story from Dan Wolken from exactly a year ago, October third, two thousand twenty-one, and the headline is "Misery Index Notebook: Jimbo Fisher's Agent Rob Texas A&M." And we are literally to the year to yep. the day having the conversation about Jimbo Fisher being awful. I mean, it'd be bad. A, I mean, that's the that's kind of crazy like the way the universe works there. Um but yeah, it was a uh it, I don't know if you have any other college football thoughts. No, Wake, Wake Forest more, Wake Forest did end the undefeated streak of Mike McNeil State. Kansas gets game day this weekend. Kansas is amazing apparently you, you now. Talk about another coach is going to be gone. Yep. Lipold will get hired somewhere. Yeah. Lance, uh, um and I think that's kind of it for my uh, my my college football uh, ruminations from the weekend. It was Lane's first win over top ten since he was at USC. Wow, Big was time. it really? Since two thousand eleven, and they made Will His Levis first. look very pedestrian. Huh. You know, I know he had the finger, whatever, whatever. They were hey, playing. Yeah. They were playing good defense. They were playing damn good defense for the most part. They gave up some, you know, big plays, but for the most part, I thought they played it. They played a really good game against Will Levis. I got one more. Next story. Uh, Monday Niner tonight. Rams at 49ers. 49ers two point favorites. Think the the number was 42 and a half. Um, obviously a, t- a matchup of two teams who by the end of the season you could see their them both there. I think especially this 49ers team that's now got Jimmy Garoppolo back under center. No more Trey Lance at least not for this year. You know whose team it is at least the rest of the way. And I suspect that him and Debo and the other guys will you'll see more of an offense that's on the same page than what we've seen. Uh, Rams too. You just don't know. You know with that Stafford elbow whether or not it's going to hold up. They come in at two and one. Niners are one and two. Again, it, it you know the answer in the NFC West is going to come out of out of this. It's not going to be the Seahawks, even though my gosh, can they put up points the the Seahawks? And it's not going to be the Cardinals. They too have been too up and down this year. It's going to be either the Rams, or the 49ers. and 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 I tell you what, I, I would probably still because of 
everything the Rams have got on defense. Aaron Donald, one of the best in the game. Jalen Ramsey still showing you he's still a factor out there, John, even though you called him. He's not a lockdown corner anymore. I guess I would still give the edge to the Rams, but uh, again, this one's going to be a fight, and it starts right now. Rams 49ers tonight on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I. Uh, this is just one of those games where it's like, you played a hundred times, right? It's anybody is you know it's one of those games, right? Um, I I guess I would lean Forty ers right? Their place. It's their place. Like they're coming off a tough loss. It's very square of me though. And this is also I just a, figure a week with Jimmy now under yeah. and you're locked in now. You know he's your guy. It's and also him, a, look, him and Debo a lot of the. Let's be, be clear. It's 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 easily a game that Sean McVay could win, right? I mean sure. this is one of those games. You know he's up for it. That team's up for it. They. Sure. They're, the the Rams are in a buy low. I mean, they are the Super Bowl champs, man. They're in a, they're in a buy low spot because they just haven't looked that great this year. Their offense hasn't been as good as a year ago. Stafford, you're wondering about is he is he right? But they still got Jalen Ramsey. They still got Aaron Donald. Like I could see, I could see Jimmy G throwing three picks. I mean, hell, Kenny Pickett did it yesterday. That's a hell of a debut for his ass. He all right. We're making the change. Trubisky's done. It's picket time. It's tough. It Free was picks. at halftime they made the adjustment. Well, that's, that's tough to ask him to come and do that. Yeah, but it's against the Jets, man. <laughs> I guess their defense is pretty good. That that coach is, is a pretty good defensive coach. But, damn, Sala. that's a horrible debut. Three picks and a half? Mm-hmm. That puts him on pace for six for the game. Uh, that's, it's, 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 you're talking about hard offenses to watch. That's one. Whew. Pittsburgh's offense, whether it's Trubisky or Pickett. It's nasty to watch. Lock Memphis football and the Pittsburgh Steelers inside Simmons Bank. My man Deontay Johnson just dying. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Well, everybody's dying in that offense. Ain't nobody getting love. George Pickens had a good day yesterday, the rookie, right? Yeah, I've seen – yeah, he made that crazy catch a couple of weeks ago. They need He's Calvin got some Austin, talent. man. They need him. Yeah. Bad. Miller, too. They need some – uh, both of them. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Calvin Austin's season just was over before it started, it seems like, because he, he has not been healthy at all. I, th- I was hopeful. Um, I hope that's not a – And Miller's on IR. Correct. I mean, I, I don't know what the timeline for Calvin is. I was looking forward to seeing him in some NFL action, but I just don't – Probably didn't want him to play quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll see if Pickett's But see, good. Calvin that... is a great valve, though, because, I mean, he can take us nothing and turn it into a something. He's so slight. He, he is. is. I mean, he I is. remember that's seeing him in studio, and it's yeah. that was the it is striking how slight he is. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, his whole thing is you got to catch me. To yeah. take me down, you know. Tomlin in trouble for that first losing season. It could be coming. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we were talking about it with Mike. Got no answer. We were talking about it with Mike Wall. Like when I saw Zach Wilson doing the gritty on that trick play. But don't laugh at him because the first losing season's coming. It's amazing. No, that I'm not at laughing this at point. Him. I, but I feel like, like at some no. point you're going to get here. It happens to any NFL team or any coach that's coached that's right. 15 years. I wouldn't touch him like this. No, I, I wouldn't touch like him. He's, what, he's still an awesome coach. It, 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 you know, but but I, I will say this. I will tell you this. Wasn't all Big Ben. A thought entered my mind about that. Like Ben when, had a ton to do with it. You got. I mean, look at Belichick. You got the right quarterback. You can do a lot more with it. But there's no way this guy's going. What, no losing season? No you can't put that all on. You've had a defense the entire no, time. Right. Like, that's a culture. No, you're right. You know, for the most part. A coach is only going to be as good as his personnel. I mean, that's Nobody exactly does right. That's not, that's not a big contract. I mean, not, not all it's coaches. It's more just a credit to him, the fact that he's never had one of these. Not all that's coaches right. are good. Okay. Right. But, no, but, not, no, not all of them are good. But, but Tomlin is proven. But the best ones. Look at how just keeping Antonio Brown right. even in the fold and is a productive football player no, that's over true. The, all those years. Antonio what that Brown's out here getting naked in the pool and putting his ass in front of in people's faces. I mean, did you see that video? No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it was in a pool. I just got it from a friend. He's in a pool and he's naked and he's putting his, his ass in, in somebody's face and, and among, among other things, like, you know, yeah. Mike Tomlin somehow dodged that for eight years, you know. No How many incidents that did they have that we just didn't know about? Just because you're trying to, just because he's such a fool, bro. Yeah, Antonio, man, he is, he is, he is lost. He is lost, dog. I don't well, we knew that when he walked off on Tom and them. It was that against the Jets or yeah, whatever that it was, was against the went, Jets. Went out crazy. Bro, with just the, quit in the middle. Never of Never seen shift. anything like that, man. That is like that was still a scene. That was like, uh, <laughs> and he's done it all, and we that scene still shocked us. It, it does. I, it it's it, it rings uh, to this day. Uh, don't don't look. I mean, you're gonna look up the video if you haven't seen it. It's it's something. It is it is it is quite something. It but it's just pray for AB. It's Antonio Brown, man. That's what he is now. There's no question about it. He's a wild. He's a wild man. All right, we'll come back. 
Got some respect burgers on the grill that we'll get out here. Uh, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John. I turn- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Did y'all boys not get the memo? We've been telling you about that breakfast at Toss Barbecue. We were privileged to get the taste test. Well, we got some good news. Previously, you had to go out of Memphis to get it. You had to go out of, to South Haven or to Marion locations to get that delicious Toss Barbecue breakfast. No longer. Because now, as I speak, barbecue breakfast is available at Toss Barbecue at the Union location. It is here in Memphis. And it is amazing. It's a game changer. It really is. BLT, all kinds of other creative menu items. Tops for breakfast. It's got a ring to it. They're open daily at 6.30 a.m. for breakfast. You need to know that for those of you that have not experienced Tops breakfast and how fantastic it is. And that goes until 10.30 a.m. And now, yes, as John pointed out, Memphis, you don't have to drive all the way to South Haven or to Marion to get that breakfast. You can go to the Union Avenue location. Blow it up. Blow it up. Try that burger with the fried egg. You will absolutely love it. They've got the more traditional BLT, whatever you like. It's the perfect breakfast, and John's talked about it before, that perfect waffle. It's infused with the maple syrup, got the right amount of sugar on it. You can eat it on the way to work. Won't make a mess out of yourself. I'm getting hungry right now thinking about it. that hash brown. Do not sleep on the hash brown tops has got. Go get the breakfast. Blow up the Union Avenue location. You do. We can have breakfast at all Tops locations. Tops Barbecue, 70 years, and still smoking. Uh, it's kind of random, but I, I I have meant to to get around to it because it's sort of sweeping the uh, the nation. Uh, are you watching in, actively watching the Dahmer thing on Netflix? Watched it. You finished it. Yeah. We we binged it. It was too good to. It was good. It was a, yeah. it was a it was good in the sense of like the production. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. And again, you know the story, but Right. And again, I I think most of this is based on uh based on obviously it's based on fact, but I think loosely mm-hmm. there there might have been a few things where with the they dad and the, yeah, they take a few liberties, but no man, it, it was pretty uh we couldn't pull ourselves away And, and what would you say you took out of it. I think especially knowing the end and how he died in prison. Right. So I'm not giving away anything because we know the facts. Exactly. But but seeing how that happened, like the buildup to it, you know, the guy that ends up deciding God's told me I need uh-huh. to take care. It was all of that that I, ha- I had no idea about those details. So, so there's a part of the story that you don't know that, you know, at least for me, I didn't know that it goes in. And then, and then Faith had a thing where, you know, she used to – she used to have this. She wrote papers back in college on serial killers. Dahmer was obviously one of them. Mm-hmm. So she's got a fascination uh, just in terms of that time and you know uh, what what could have possibly been prevented. You know the one on one kid, the cops walked him back. Yes, I was familiar with that. Yeah, like um, naked. I think was it, that, it's, it's they very, brought him it's, back it's to very, Dahmer. Very sad, and he had gotten away. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, he was he was yeah. It was it's pretty graphic, right? But I mean, he was bleeding and and. Uh, 
and like the the women there, the the neighbors were trying to tell, but like the police officers didn't believe him or didn't take him seriously because they were women. I think at that time, right? And then you know, I, there's some other things I'm sure they went into it as well. But yeah, that was uh, that was such a tragedy. Now it's like it's, it's one of those things. What what did you what would you say you took out of it? Did you learn? Like did you have a, a an opinion, a take on on all of it? No, my, I guess my take was the father son relationship. And sort of how, in the end, his dad forgave him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I guess putting myself in those shoes, like we always have a tendency to do, you know, you you raise your kid up. He's this you know, beautiful boy, beautiful little girl in your case, and you'd never have any sense that this sort of evil could get inside of them. And anyway, to a point where, okay, well, Dahmer's crossed the line. He's pure evil. You still have a father who still sees his baby. He still sees his son. And at some point, he was willing to give forgiveness to that son who took so much from so many families, families that will never be able to forgive that father who still just sees his boy was able to forgive him. And I wondered, I suppose you asked me my takeaway, it, it was, it's, it was personal, is could I do that? Could I do that if that was my son? Mm-hmm. And he had taken away what Dahmer had from all those families, you know, uh, just gruesome stuff in the worst way. Uh, those families never get any closure in a lot of, you know, since you know, he's killed in prison. You think that's closure for some of these families? No, they'll never have back that loved one. So I put myself in those shoes in terms of the whole forgiveness question because, you know, that's obviously, yeah. you know, a huge thing in the Christian faith about forgiveness and what you're supposed to do and be able to forgive, supposed to be able to forgive whatever it is. Yep. Right. And, and, and I asked myself, could I forgive my son if he, if he ever, if he did that? Now that, that maybe that's. Maybe that's weird of me to ask, but but that's what the movie explored is sort of that relationship because in the end, Dahmer was looking for some forgiveness, whether it was from God or his own father. His father gave it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I asked myself that question: could 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 I do that? I couldn't answer it. It's, it had the uh, it had the highest first week viewing figures for Netflix for a brand new series since that system started last June. Um, See, the mother felt like dad sort of bring that science background, letting Dahmer dissect, you know, dead, you know, yeah. sides, uh, roadkill, all that kind of stuff, had something. To, so the mother always blamed the dad, you know, yeah. said you just, you know, you, you never know in terms of th- that evil and how it's formed. And I, that that was a lot of what you're asking yourself, too. The uh, the, the family of the victims uh, obviously uh, are not in favor of this, right? Which I, you know, I think that's probably the case for every sort of, even if it's a you know documentary, right? I think most most families probably and I, and I and I do sympathize with them, you know, because they have to now relive it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.